Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And this week, we review the Netflix original movie, The Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling, Ana de Armas, and Chris Evans. We talk about the balance between action and plot. I have something to say about the amount of drone shots in this movie. Steven talks about the algorithm of Netflix creating a movie that we the people will love. (laughs) And if we would watch a Gray Man sequel. All this and more on Movies on the Side. Well, Nate, we did an action movie this week. The Gray Man. Yes, The Gray Man, starring Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans. This was an exciting movie, Nate. This was something. This was directed by the russo brothers the russo brothers they've done some marvel things right they've done some i think they did winter soldier yes, maybe yes. they make they make and good then things then the 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 big avenger ones at the right, end the big ones. Infinity yeah. War and Endgame. that's right they make one so th- this is an interesting movie you can watch this on netflix if you have that it is one of the most expensive netflix movies ever yes now we did another movie the, with the rock and ryan red Reynolds. notice also an expensive movie. <laughs> yes. And so it's clear that they are trying to make expensive action movies as a yes. something to interest audiences, keep them paying a lot of money per month. You know, I don't pay for Netflix ongoing and, and mm-hmm. it is getting more and more expensive as a streaming service. So what do you think Rotten Tomatoes gave this? Critics and audience are very far apart. Let me just warn you about that. I have done a bad thing and I've peaked this week. Oh, you peaked. I was okay. really curious as to the reviews. So I, yeah. I can't can't get this. Hey, this goes to show listener. I honor the integrity of the Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's good to know. So this goes to show yes. that if I never peak otherwise but tell us what it is it is 46 percent critic score 90 Mm percent audience score (laughs) i feel as though okay i have a take here nate i have a take great 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 i think this movie is what would an algorithm what it would make knowing what people want and that is why it has 90 percent audience satisfaction and 46 percent critics i don't think not that, not that they don't give a hoot, but I don't think Netflix cares as much about what critics have to say right. as long as they have people paying to watch their content, the original content that's only available on their platform. And I feel like as the TikTok algorithm finds what you want to watch, whether you admit it or not, yes. you know, whether you actually would say this is what I want to see, like TikTok just knows by your actions and how long you view something, that this movie, Red Notice and others like it on this platform are a result of like a Netflix algorithm, which is really just probably a bunch of people in meeting rooms talking about what people want to see. But it is as if the algorithm made this movie. Does that sound like a good take? Yeah. Yeah. It, it does sound like, hey, let's put these actors in who will definitely bring people in. You know, if you had to put Chris Evans, Ana de Armas, and Ryan Gosling up against The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and... <laughs> Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. This is maybe doesn't quite have as much star power, but I mean, I think I prefer these three. I can't believe I'm saying that. I have to be honest. I might agree with you. I mean, Ana de Armas and Chris Evans also co-starred in Knives Out. Yes. A movie we have reviewed on this podcast. A very good movie. I think the one thing that critics had to say about this movie, which I would agree, is Ryan Gosling, who is an incredible actor, La La Land, incredible movie he's got acting chops you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. he can pull on emotions i feel like 
he doesn't say a lot in this movie, mm-hmm. and there's not like a ton of character development. Mm-hmm. He's really there as the action set piece, which mm-hmm. he does great at. Yeah, like right. he is an amazing right. Jason Bourne style action star. But he has this sort of wry humor to him. I would say he is yes. he is full wry bread yes. in this movie. <laughs> yes. I found both his oh, we'll get to more. I guess after this, but Ryan Gosling's performance in this movie, he doesn't have much to say. He doesn't have much to reveal about himself. He's pretty much by the book, but I found him fun to watch. This guy's name in Greek. What guy? Just a guy, you know, trying to get a rock up a hill. Why? They made him. I found him very fun to watch. It made me think maybe he should be a 007 sometime mm. like he i think he would make a good one not the next one i would still love to see idris elba as 007 but anyway he i don't know if i've ever seen him in an action role before has ryan gosling done action before he was in blade runner oh to 2049 or whatever the one we reference yeah, yeah, all the, the time but we have <laughs> never seen i think i finished it eventually after four sittings i believe Ana yeah. de armas is also in that movie by the way there's a oh, little really? venn diagram of them acting oh, together interesting i don't know if that's an action movie though does he action he does action but it's like a couple fight scenes and it's i would not call that movie an action movie that's very much a sci-fi drama he punches a guy in the notebook um (laughs) gets punched and wrestles someone in crazy stupid love i mean i'm just trying to think of all my ryan gosling experience football and remember the titans oh he doesn't remember the titans yeah i think it's safe to say this is like the first like full-on action movie that I can remember Ryan Gosling doing. And I think he holds up. Like, Mm -hmm. he definitely got really muscular for this role. Like, he looks great in this role. Yeah, he's ripped. He he is ripped. I mean, and Netflix does a great job at these action scenes. I do think they are getting good at them. Like, there's interesting camera angles. And Okay, wait, wait, hold on a second. Okay, yeah. You're about to give credit to Netflix, and I will give more credit to the Russo brothers. Because I believe that these two directors, Mm. I think... Captain America Winter Soldier has some of the best action scenes. Yes. Of, it does. You know, not relying on a ton of CGI for those just fun, visceral scenes. I remember the time where, like, I think Captain America comes into, like, Bucky's apartment and they, like, then there's a raid into yes. the apartment. I'm yes, like, yes. There's some really Down good the stuff in there. And, everything. and I remember there being some really fun camera angles in that one, too. That's true. These action scenes, I feel like we've seen several action movies in the past year and i've kind of gotten meh about most of them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this movie's different for me yeah i really enjoyed the action scenes in this movie which is great because there's not much else (laughs) to love (laughs) which is this is what you watch it for is the action the first fireworks fight scene that first operation incredible like right espionage plus hand-to-hand ryan gosling with a flare fighting like a pink yes. flare on so a plane like them fighting in a fountain outside yeah. of some like chateau yeah the whole tram scene through wherever they were like really compelling like all the action is very good i will say i think netflix hired some kind of amazing drone pilot recently and has kind of gone overboard on the drone shots. Oh. There, there are like every time there's a new location, there's a drone shot, which I did it. notice that you didn't like that. Is that too much for you? It was okay at that point. But then there were also times like when they're going into the hospital 
and you know Ryan Gosling is the injured. Drones on in. Yeah, like the, the drone. It's like a like a fifteen second drone shot, and we're not at a new location. It's just a drone shot. And listen, whoever that pilot is, kudos mm-hmm. because man, that's some great flying of the drone. But also, it just felt like a little too much drone. You know what I mean? <laughs> like okay, uh, I just no, no, a little no, too much. Let's keep an eye out for future movies, and let's. Mm, yes, uh, yeah. I do like the idea of maybe a future Mott's T-shirt that says like "Too much drone." Oh, and then it's just you yeah, with the uh, drone yes. symbol with a little X through it. I've, I've been wanting to do some more Mott's merch. Real hot take. <laughs> Real hot take <laughs> no, like, for you. I like that. I like that. So anyway, Ryan Gosling is great. Chris Evans is a bad guy. This is you know Knives Out. No, well I guess this oh. is a spoiler. Oh, oh should we not do that? I mean, it's been out for it's been out for a while. Uh, Okay, let's do it. This is a spoiler for Knives Out. If if you've not seen it, but Chris Evans is the bad guy in that movie. But I've seen him in that movie as a bad guy, and I guess you consider him a bad guy in Civil War. But I don't think that counts. But as a bad guy in this movie, I think he's good. Little one dimensional. We don't really get a lot of backstory or any story. He's hateable. You don't like him as the bad guy. That's probably part of the point, right? You know what makes me sad, Don? Your small hands. You spent your whole life basically building Sierra from the ground up, and here you are, out to pasture, burying all your old buddies. Right. He is feels like he's having a great time playing an absolute <laughs> <Yes>. sociopath. <laughs> exactly. Like he's he's and because I feel like he's having a fun time with that mustache yeah. and with that whole thing and his like evil smile. I enjoyed him. I feel like I enjoyed it because I felt like he enjoyed it. Exactly. Exactly. Everyone's having a fine time. Again, not much depth there, but it's okay. No, not much going on there. But Ana de Armas, she was in the latest 007 movie, and she was also yes, in Knives Out. Yes. Can, ready for my heart, hot take? Oh, please. Yes. Dear directors of this world. Yes. Please give Ana de Armas more to do in these movies (laughs) yes exactly she has an absolute way about her that makes you feel like there's so much going on beneath the surface and every time i see her in kind of an espionage movie like this same thing with knives like knives out they actually give her like depth and something to do and like behind this like that was very good I really enjoyed her in Knives yes. Out because they actually gave her like a fleshed out character. Right. <laughs> Man, both this and James Bond, it's like, is, is there, so there's nothing more to it? You're just I like give her more a to decent do. agent. Like you're just a good agent who's just around sometimes? That's the most sleep I've had in 36 hours. They pull me from field duty. They think I'm into whatever you're into. You're going to tell them I'm not. What gives you the impression that they care what I think? This is my career. You understand? Yes, they need to give her more things to do. I actually found a recent trivia thing that in the first movie she ever starred in, I guess she was not fluent in English just yet. Mm-hmm. And the directors only discovered it. Did we talk about this? No. Okay, okay. I watched a video and apparently the the directors discovered it as they were filming her first movie because things in the script would change, but she wouldn't say the changes because she had actually memorized the English oh, from a previous it. version. And they told her... You need to be able to be fluent in English or you can't be in this movie. Mm-hmm. And Ana de Armas literally like studied, I don't know what the time period was, but a very short amount of time. She's powered her way Powered her way during this filming of her wow. first movie to learn English. And like, that's incredible. Like, that's an amazing amount of drive 
and ability. And so, listen, she's doing the work. Like, let's, yes, I agree with you. Let's see her in some stuff. But, like, if you had to describe what Ana de Armas does in this movie, what would you say? She saves Ryan Gosling on those steps that one time. Uh Uh-huh. And then... By, um, like, I believe, tranking Chris Evans. She tranks Chris Evans. And the buttocks. And then then in the final scene, she shoots a lot of things. Which... I don't think she shoots a, a rocket great launcher use. or no, a grenade launcher at some point in time. She shoots a bunch of things. She shoots RPGs. She shoots but like, grenades. as a character, <laughs> right? As a character, there's not much. She's just yes. an agent yes. right. who is like sympathetic to Ryan Gosling, right? And believes that there could be more going on. I know, and they, there right? are lines, yeah, basically, and, and there are lines where she's like, "This is my career," you know. She's trying to tell. Ryan Gosling, like she doesn't want to help him very much because she's putting her career at risk. But that's not like a ton of investment from me as a viewer. Like I still don't feel super connected. And then they also try to do weird backstory with Ryan Gosling about his dad being abusive and trying to train them to be survivalists. That's how he got like, yeah, that was how he he was so skilled. Oh, no, that's why he got in jail the first time. Yeah, Correct. But all those like cutscenes, they'll do these flashbacks of his dad, like doing bad things to them. And it's like, uh-huh. this feels like it's from a different movie. Like you guys are pulling in cutscenes of a different movie. Like you're thinking maybe it's a little deeper than this movie deserves. Yeah. Or a little bit more dark than maybe this. I think so. I think Ryan Gosling needed to have more dialogue to warrant flashbacks of his (laughs) childhood. (laughs) Like He just does not say a whole lot. I didn't mind those. I didn't mind those because it felt like he was a person of not many words. Right. And because of his traumatic background, that's kind of why he is rye bread. Catcher in the rye. Right. I will say there's a couple times there is a, a girl in this movie who Ryan Gosling is like a surrogate older brother or uncle you could say and a lot of the motivation is him trying to protect her from bad actors and chris evans and there's a couple times where he like winks at her Uh as like a knowing wink Uh that was that was good i think ryan gosling communicated a lot in that wink oh yeah i thought their relationship was top notch yeah that was the one part i'm in the girl who's like he's kind of like bodyguard and then they kind of like yes both outsiders like friends you sure you're all right (sighs) just another thursday you should go to bed. I thought he was great with her. I thought she <laughs> didn't. I thought she was great. I thought she would kind of be in it a little bit more. Yeah. Because their chemistry was so good. And the, like I feel like him protecting her is like a big deal. Yeah. But I mean, she did also have Billy Bob Thornton who got to be around. Right. I liked him in this movie. It was fine. They do the one flashback for like 10 minutes of the movie showing how Ryan Gosling and this girl like developed their relationship. How do you feel about young age Billy Bob, de-aged Billy Bob (laughs) Thornton? You know. I don't, I don't believe that Billy Bob Thornton was ever young. So that was kind of the Mm, uncanny He was born at 65. Is that what you're saying? It's like you were born with a beard. That is true. I was born without a childhood. Anyway, I think, listen, it's, it's fun to watch the action not much else just a a quick moment that really did me in this is i'll get personal for a second oh yeah please i don't like personally (laughs) the idea of something getting put under my fingernails i don't like when i get a splinter up there i don't like the idea of just stuff going under fingernails i think it probably happened because at one point in time a classmate in grade school had a fingernail that was falling off and he was able to hinge it up 
oh. and kind of gross out people. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Uh, so maybe that's what happened. There is definitely a scene in this movie yeah, yeah. where Billy Bob Thornton gets his fingernails ripped off. I skipped that scene. I didn't want to watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I, I fast-forwarded I, 10 seconds. I did there, my homework scene. by watching the whole thing. <laughs> So <laughs> it was like I'm glad two that you minutes. got out of it. it. I was kind of hoping it doesn't I mean, sh- like doesn't actually show it, show it, but it's right, definitely right. It's implied, like, strongly implied. You see him place them in a dish. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm glad. So I, I just wanted that. to give a, I'll call it a fingernail warning. Yeah, fingernail trigger, fingernail yeah, trigger. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that, that that happens in this movie. Let's talk about the plot, Stephen. <laughs> Okay. This is a... We're not doing spoiler horns because it doesn't deserve it. (laughs) This is a movie that is basically... You're supposed to like Ryan Gosling. He's like the, you know, white collar uh, Neil Caffrey. But he's not really a con man. He's just like a... They got him in jail and he just becomes like a super assassin or whatever. Right. Right. Seems like a good guy. Someone's pulling the strings. We then very early on basically just meet the people pulling the strings right. which is one fellow with glasses yep who is in this movie a lot yep and a slightly also bad uh woman who is kind of working with him but also I, kind of not yeah yeah strange. she was also kind of good but i don't know she didn't like him anyway let me tell you something i strongly disliked every scene they were in Mm, yeah yes because if you're going to like basically have the bad people the treadstone people just there right then <laughs> shouting like just do it like take the shot kind of thing right you gotta give me a little bit more either mystery or badness or like intimidatingness Intimid- yes. intimidation In- intimidation yeah i think that's yes. how you term make that term correct so like Chris Evans felt like that nice loose cannon and he could do anything at any moment. I found him great when these two were just around and I was like, okay, they're just kind of like mini bosses. They're a real Leroy Koopa kind of thing, but we're going to get like a Bowser <laughs> reveal that maybe for example, Billy Bob Thornton is right. going to be like they the talk big about bad. that. They talk about like the, the like there's some the upper ups. Yeah. There's a, there's upper ups pulling even more strings, but we never see them. You heard from the old man? No, not yet. Doesn't mean he doesn't know. Prague on fire is kind of hard to keep a lid on. What are you going to tell him? The truth, Suzanne. That you hire Lloyd Hansen? Well, this is when you start realizing, oh, Netflix is probably going to make three of these. Right. You know. Sure. The gray man, the grayest man. (laughs) The the, the the gray gray supremacy. The gray gray ultimatum. Yeah. What did you think about those characters and the overall plot of there is a, I don't know, I could jump. There's like a USB stick. There's a thumb drive. There's a USB stick and it's all this incriminating evidence. And then what is the incriminating evidence? That the guy with the glasses at the CIA is a bad guy. (laughs) That was the, that was all the evidence. It was just videos of him sliding envelopes to other people. Who are supposedly bad. Is that what it is? That's a, it, That's all they showed. It was just videos of that stuff. So I don't, I mean, uh, that's all it really was. That is, it's like, man. And also, there was supposedly some encryption that was super encrypted. And if you try to copy it, it gets triple encrypted. But then eventually they access it without an issue. So I'm not really sure what happened there. Right. I don't know. But I agree with Why you. Why did we have any of that stuff? 
Why was that needed? I mean, I think, again, it's an action movie that they try to find a plot for. You know what I mean? But it's not a spy movie, right? Like, this is not a spy movie. It's clear. I mean, there is no spy craft. No. That, the very first There's scene. There's machine guns in, the, in a plaza. <laughs> when Ryan Gosling in that very first scene was, like, going to shoot through several floors with some special gun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was going to be real espionage. And I was like, that's cool. Let's see that. Do but you know that was also scene. cool? Yeah. This is probably one of my favorite scenes and it's pretty violent. Mm-hmm. But when the that mission kind of gets blown and he chases after the main guy that he's yes, supposed to yes. kill and while the fireworks is going off and the music is loud, he's just like walking calmly behind just taking people out with like, you know, a shrimp skewer <laughs> as he like hunts down the main bad yes just the most yes. casual i i it's very much akin to the tenant kitchen scene oh yeah with the grater he just kind grater. of yeah where he just kind of walks through Picking up like, random stuff yes exactly yes that was that was very good i mean that i'm telling you that opening scene got me i was like mm-hmm. i was in for whatever movie was about to happen Right. And you could have had a lot more stuff about, you know, because they are, what what is it, part of the uh, Sienna guys? Is that the name of it? Sierra. Sierra the Sierra Six. Six. You know, it's like the special ultra elite inside the CIA, but they don't really like them because they're kind of rogue. They operate in the gray yeah, area. Yeah, That's gray, the name yeah. the Which I guess thinking of it, that name is pretty cheesy. But anyway, uh, that whole thing I think could have been something. You know, that's an interesting plot, right. these rogue agents or whatever, but I don't know. It, it was all kind of mad. You gotta, you, know, you can't pay attention too much to the plot if you want to enjoy anything of this movie. Well, okay, so this is something that really frustrates me. Yeah. Why can't a movie with really cool action scenes and these huge set pieces and whatever, why can't it have a cooler story? Like, it makes me feel like the algorithm of humans working either at netflix or at this production of this company kind of feel like we're not smart enough to or that we don't care about plot this is this is what i was saying is netflix has all the data of all the viewers Uh of how much of a movie or tv show they watch when they skip how often they come back Mm -hmm. maybe if they watch multiple times and all of that data has probably pointed to high plot low action not as popular If it's high action with a couple big names and low plot, they've probably discovered the plot doesn't matter as much. But you don't have to remove any action. I mean, like that's that's my thought is that just like. But you got to hire writers. You got to have you got to have good writers and a good yeah, screenplay. You got to have kind of creative. Yeah, that takes time. You got to develop elements. a story. You know, and if you want to adapt a story that already exists, like a book, then there's other things you got to deal with and the author and publish, you know, so it's probably like, listen, let's just get bare bones because as, as I saw this, it did kind of make me feel like not that it was a copy of, but it was like as if there were a factory of pretzels and each pretzel is variant, but they're still all pretzels. It feels like this is a pretzel on the same conveyor belt as Red Notice and probably other action movies that will come to the platform. you lost me for a second and then you brought me back thank you thank you because i th- i don't know that's just what it feels like it's like all right this makes people watch it you know if it hits the top 10 of what people are watching on netflix doesn't matter what critics say because people are watching it so there you go okay i'm gonna take your analogy and i'm going to tweak it slightly please they realize everyone's gonna eat these annie ann pretzels right <laughs> that's right like that's right every, you know yeah. they waft yep. it through the airport you're going to yep. eat this Annie Ann's pretzel. All I'm saying is 
if you are going to offer a pretzel and you're you're sending out all the signals, people are going to come either way. So if you make a surprisingly tastier pretzel than what they expect, that shouldn't that wouldn't hurt you. You know, like yeah, they're there in the door. It would be as if McDonald's was like, hey. We made an artisanal two-thirds pound thick burger. Uh, and then you'd be <laughs> but, like, whoa, I didn't expect this here. But what a delight. <laughs> but if they spend the money making more plot, but no more people watch it, what motivation is there then to, to make that kind of investment? Because having a, having a better movie. But I'm sure they've also like done research as far as like, all right, we paid a lot for this screenplay or we spend more time developing this story. How did this original do? Right. And if it doesn't do as well, like, well then why? Like, <laughs> and also they probably had a set amount of time with all these different actors and probably right. a, exactly like, Hey, we, we get them for this amount of time and we used up a lot of it. Yeah. Having Ryan Gosling handcuffed to a bench. <laughs> that, that scene. I still liked watching it, but that scene was kind of funny when he was handcuffed. I thought that bench. scene, I thought the line in that scene of like shoot the guy who's handcuffed to the bench. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was very good. Would someone mind shooting the man handcuffed to the bench? I read in the trivia section that their first meeting was all improvised. Really? Which maybe goes to show a little a little bit of cost cutting on the script. Of this movie. Right. Hey, can you guys just like make it up as you go? Hey, yeah, we, right, just, pretty good. we just need to film a quick intro of you guys meeting each other and not liking each other. Can you guys just wing that? <laughs> Pages uh, 23 through 48 are blank here. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, just, you know, do your thing. I can see that. All right, let's rate this movie, Nate. Mm. On a scale of zero to five medallions, the MacGuffin that holds the USB stick throughout the movie. Also, I really liked that. Is it Indian assassin? Yes. I believe he was like, that dude was cool. And the fact that he. He's a star in India, by the way. Really? Yeah. He was awesome. Like his few lines. I feel like I, I enjoyed his character more than most of the main characters. <laughs> like I kind of loved his deal. He was like an honorable. Yeah. He was like an honorable, an honorable assassin. He had a code. He's fighting on a Armas, And then after he sees Chris Evans do all this crazy stuff, he's like, these people have no honor. Just take the medallion. I was like, this guy's amazing. I love this guy. Take it. I don't care about the money anymore. These are not honorable people. Take it. He comes in attacking Ryan Gosling with a knife to the hand. And that was that, that was like a good intro to this guy. Like, oh, this guy means business. <laughs> this guy's not playing around. So, yeah, he was. Oh, I did I like him. him. See, you yeah. might have boosted my rating just, just that one guy. Yeah. Well, I'll, I will say I'm going to give this movie. I'm going to give it three because it has good actors in it. I like all these actors. The action is top notch. Mm-hmm. Very good cinematography. Russo brothers know what they're doing there. Mm-hmm. But there's minimal plot and not much reason to return to it. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, minus two. So I think I think three. Three is the rating. What do you say? Okay, but I have two questions for you. Okay. First question: Were you emotionally touched at all by Billy Bob Thornton's sacrifice for his daughter? I wrote down in my notes that he was going to die, like midway through the movie. I just knew it. Yeah, you yeah. know, I had one of those <laughs> premonitions. So, yes, I was touched by it, but I also saw it coming from an hour away. So, it's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you had a fun. lot of time to sort of pre-mourn the loss of Billy Bob. Yeah, I was like, he's definitely going to sacrifice himself for somebody. So, yeah. But, no, I it did, was good. I did have the thought in this movie, which is probably the best piece of emotion that this movie had, was if 
Chris Evans, if you hurt that girl. Right, right. Like, if if this girl dies or gets, like, seriously injured or even, like, roughed around somewhat. Right. That, like, so whatever they did as far as, like, characters, the fact that I had this feeling in me, like, don't you dare touch her. Right. You can pull all the fingernails off Billy Paul Thornton, but if you hurt this girl. Well, it's just one of the things the Indian assassin guy says, because they're talking in the children? control room. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, you have a child? And I was like, oh, this dude is not happy about that. He's, right. got, some, he's got some honor. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, my, my next question is this. In the year 2024, The Gray Man 2 comes out on Netflix. <laughs> Are we watching it? Are you watch? Do you want to watch it? Do you want to watch a sequel to this? It's got the same crew, but maybe one new person thrown in. Not, not really. If they somehow hook like Liam Neeson into being in it, maybe. <laughs> but mm-hmm. as it stands, probably not. What I'm if, not invested I mean, enough. The Dwayne The Rock Johnson for sure has some Netflix deal worth a bajillion dollars. I feel like this doesn't. What if they do a crossover? What if it's a Red Notice Gray Man? I don't think it fits the aesthetic, you know, because that was comedic. The Rock and Ryan Reynolds, like they, like that was a comedic action. I don't see that mixing with this. Okay. I don't see the gray notice being a, a collaboration. You know what I mean? You don't feel you don't feel like Gal Gadot is like the ultimate villain for both of these movies. That would be interesting, but no, no, I'm 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 not interested in Gray Man 2. I'm good. Okay. Okay. I'm good. Very good. I'm going to give this movie man, I'm gonna give it three medallions as well. I think okay, we agree. Yeah, yeah. I I was thinking maybe two and a half. It's the action is fun, and that's a breath of fresh air. I am immensely frustrated by the lack of use of Ana de Armas, yeah, and the fact that she didn't have more. I mean, like it's cool that she is an awesome fighter. Like she fought well in the James Bond movie too, right? But like some more stuff, like use her acting talents and use her like layers of emotions to yeah. play off. I don't know. I felt like super underutilized. Agreed. Uh, I But I enjoyed Chris Evans and I enjoyed Ryan Gosling and I really cared about the girl and I cared about her life Yep. and her heart uh, issue and somewhere out there someone's thinking, hey, um, we make pacemakers. Is this bad PR for us that they tracked this girl through her pacemaker? <laughs> and like basically true. very simply hacked it to be like, yep, well, here she is. I feel like if you need a pacemaker, you don't have much choice in the matter. You're it's not, not like out you there can, thinking about you privacy. You can't opt out. Yeah, you can't opt out of that. But. I, I hope that that's not as easy to be like, hey, go find this. Here's the model number. Go find this person. But Well, you got to hack the encryption. You got to hack the encryption first. Hack the that, encryption. Hack. hack the medallion. Listeners, let us know what you thought of The Gray Man. Comment on our Instagram at Movies on the Side. And you can support the show, patreon.com slash movies on the side, or directly in Apple Podcast. You get a bonus episode every time a movie review comes out. This week, uh, Nate is talking me off the ledge about being nervous of flying because I'm doing mm-hmm. that tomorrow as we record. It was a pretty good episode. It's uh, good advice from Nate, of course. And as we always say, I'm going to do my best Billy Bob impression okay. here. When I get up out of this chair, and walk out of this prison. You'll walk with me. Who are you, my favorite godmother? I don't know how to do Ryan Gosling. Wait, how do we wait, wait, do? Is that a Ryan Gosling selling a New York bagel? I think that's what that was. No offense. I thought you looked different. I may be. We'll see. What's the catch? You work for us. I mean, I can't do either of these. No, nope, nope. That's all right, though. That was the ending. See you later. Wow.